A cat climbs a tree, perhaps chasing something. The branches begin to thin out the higher he gets, and he becomes afraid. He looks down, and the ground looks like a speck. He looks up and sees only the sky. He looks side to side, and there are other trees, but they are too far away. What should he do? A. Yell for help, hoping someone will hear him. B. Try to climb back down, hoping he won't fall to his death. Or C. Get comfortable and do nothing. It's a great day to do everything with purpose. Hello, incredible people, and welcome to Season 8 of Our Given Purpose, a podcast exploring and discussing the four prevailing emotions that keep you from walking boldly towards your P-U-R-P-O-S-E. We use scripture and prayer to solve the issues. And remember, with God, we can. What can we do? Clarify by acknowledging our limitations, organize by abiding in our Abba Father, and preparing by submitting to God's will for our lives. Our given purpose is to utilize our gifts and talents to proclaim a message of love. We are living stones, and we can tell others our stories. Over the last two years, you've heard my voice and others share vulnerable stories exposing our wounds as a way of healing. What we learn from revealing trauma is that we are not alone. Isolation is the problem, and one way our minds protect us if we continue to suppress hurt, anger, frustration, and fear. But when we let it out... Hmm. Place it before the Lord and ask for His healing. Oh my goodness, it is a step towards His ways and taking back our power. We are influential individuals, and when we come together, it is a joyful and powerful noise that with God, we can tear down stone walls. The walls represent any area we seek freedom from God and desire to do things as the world instructs. This season, Our Given Purpose hopes to share helpful details that will deeply resonate with you. It is in the details that we recognize the behaviors that keep us from unlocking the next phase of our God-given purpose. Acknowledging our limitations brings us to the intersection of the cross. How will we serve God and how will we serve his people? That is the constant question and it is the foundational mindset we can embrace as we obey the command of loving the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and our neighbor as ourselves. We can love Because God is love. Today's topic or story I'd like to tell you is my struggle to minimize my clutter 
and maximize my time with God. If the idea of letting go of physical stuff makes you anxious, please know that this is my story and how I let God help me through the process. What is left undone will affect us. It may keep us from experiencing a higher quality of relationships or loving unconditionally. Why? Well, our stuff blocks communication, information, and connection. How? It is our wall. One that others need to climb over or dig under to get to the center of joy, which is Jesus. Can people see Jesus through everything you do? Not just the stuff you want them to see, but the while no one is watching midnight hour things that manifest through our behavior during the heat of the day. Yeah, I went there. Mm -hmm. Let's travel, okay? You see, minimalism to me is the ability to pack a bag and go without hesitation. Being ready to receive guests and living in a way that honors God, that is where I want to be. The way my home is arranged invites conversation. It is set up to conduct business and thanks be to God covered in prayer. While several areas or boxes are still a work in progress, I believe that the foundation is laid to have open communication in a peaceful environment. We try to achieve that. Always on guard. Being on guard means being intentional about what we bring into our space. Raise your hand if online shopping became therapy and now you don't know what to do with the thingamabobs and witchamajiggas. (laughs) I can't tell you how many stores I've had to empty my virtual cart and do my version of a reality check. You know, that 50-foot tree will not fit in the living room, but it's so pretty. (laughs) It's the temptation, isn't it? Thinking we need a physical thing to fill a spiritual void. I will dive deeper next week with a mentoring session titled Get to Give, Clearing Out the Clutter. I hope you will tune in and listen with a friend. Now, in the vein of being on guard, I want to share why the story of Gideon has always resonated with me, specifically how God dwindled the army of 32,000 men down to 300. Through a series of tests, the fighters, warriors, were relieved of their post. If you have your Bible, let's read Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 8. I will recite the NIV translation. Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 8. Early in the morning, Gideon and all his men camped at the spring of Herod, The camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Morah. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into your hands, or Israel would boast against me. My own strength has saved me. Now announce to the army, Anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. 
so 22,000 men left, while 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, There are still too many men. Take them down to the water, and I will thin them out for you there. If I say, This one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, Separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog laps from those who kneel to drink. Three hundred of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, With the three hundred men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the others go home. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites home, but kept the three hundred who took over the provisions and trumpets of the others. May the Lord add a blessing to his reading. That was Judges chapter 7 verses 1 through 8. Each time I read the word of God, I receive something different. The context remains the same, but I'm able to apply new understanding and make changes to my posture before the Lord. What does this story say to you? Do you have people in your life who cannot go with you into battle because of their prideful attitudes? Doing the Lord's work, in my opinion, requires giving the Lord the credit and praise he deserves. Humility is a powerful weapon against self-indulgence. My faith shot is first acknowledging my fear. You can do the same. That's the temporary emotional response, and it is also the place where shame, guilt, and regret will live later. I don't know about you, but my messiness was based on temporary emotions. I made incredible mistakes. I am a sinner. Yet through God's grace, the blood shed on the cross by my Lord and Savior, I am redeemed. The healing process isn't without consequences, and I suffered mentally. I won't deep dive into all of that, but will say that depression created a dark cavity that only God's light could help me climb out. Of what are you afraid? The very next step after acknowledging fear was increasing my time with God. What do I use to self-soothe? And where do I tend to be self-indulgent? You see, that self-soothing equals comfort and the things that made life easy. Self-indulgence is really just a nicer way to let people know I can be selfish. As you pause, reflect, ask, and yield to God, meditate on Judges chapter 7 verses 1 through 8. What battle is the Lord preparing you for or opportunity he is providing that you need to assess your posture and mindset? Think about the business investments, webinars, books, conferences, or other entrepreneurial ventures that requires you to take a faith step. How are you disqualifying yourself because of a selfish posture? 
As my brother in Christ, Brian Sales, has mentioned several times, we are all warriors in this life. We have a responsibility to show up without the nonsense and take care of business. Okay, those aren't his exact words, but you get the point. (laughs) Welcome to Season 8 of Our Given Purpose, y'all. Let's dig in and keep working by being more intentional, kingdom-minded, and of course, obeying Christ. If you find value in this content, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Download Our Given Purpose, the podcast, to your digital library on the platform you're currently listening. Share Our Given Purpose with a friend and continue the conversation. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and at OGP underscore the podcast on Twitter. We are turning the pages and lighting up the community with a daily purpose Bible study and devotional. The contributing writers are truly amazing people of God, and I am grateful their testimonies and stories are part of this journey. Please visit OurGivenPurpose.com and connect with Diana, Stephanie, Lisa, Megan, Irvine, Casey, Detria, and Lavanda. Links are in the show notes. Patreon! I am thankful to have this subscription service, which helps me grow as a brand. They provide a platform for people like me to receive a monthly income that supports this ministry. You can become a member of the Our Given Purpose community with a $10 monthly donation or leave some coins in the tip jar. As we grow, we hope to bring more exclusive content and build a purpose-driven community. If you'd like to be part, please visit www.patreon.com backslash Our Given Purpose. Links are also in the show notes. You have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road, in shallow soil, in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, He will complete. Have faith and be bold. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you can see what they are saying, okay? To God be the glory. Live your life for Him. This is Tori of Our Given Purpose, the podcast.